Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Mind Valley podcast. This is Vishen Lakiani, and this person whom I'm bringing on right now is a guy who is not just a dear friend, but I asked him to mentor me. See. His name is Jeffrey Perlman, and Jeffrey Perlman grew up in Colombia, moved to Florida, and together with his brothers and a group of friends, they ended up starting a company that everyone has heard of, and it became the company that appeared on the cover of Inc. magazine as company of the year. And that company's name is Zumba. You have probably seen Zumba at some point. You've heard people talk about Zumba. It's all over television. It's mentioned in movies, in songs. Zumba is not just a fitness company that uses dance to make you get fit. It's the world's largest radio station. Did you know that Zumba popularizes songs to such a degree that Despacito, which became the number one song in the world, the most watched music video on YouTube, well, Despacito got its lift because it got distributed across Zumba classes globally. See, every single day, 15 million people take a Zumba class somewhere in the world. And Jeffrey Perlman and his brother, Alberto, who is the CEO of Zumba, they've just done an incredible job building a global brand that encourages people to be joyful, to be happy, and to be fit. So they built this remarkable brand that went from nothing to Inc. Magazine Company of the Year in the span of about a decade. And it all started because Jeffrey's mom was attending a fitness class somewhere in Florida and the fitness instructor there, a guy by the name of Beto, who is now famous, but back then was just teaching a fitness class and could barely speak English and he forgot his usual tapes. And so to get people moving, he played a Latin dance song that he happened to have in a cassette tape in his backpack. And that was the birth of Zumba. Jeffrey's mom went back to Jeffrey and Alberto, Jeffrey's brother, told him that they had to come and check out this class. And next thing you know, a global sensation is born. So how did this group of guys create a company that is so in people's hearts that 15 million people take a Zumba class every single week, right? Well, it's more than just luck. It's more than just business strategy. And what Jeffrey shared with me is that it has a lot to do with listening listening to what the world wants of you, listening to what the world needs you to become. So I want to share with you an idea that fascinated me. Elizabeth Gilbert, the famous writer in her book, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear, talks about this. She talks about how she would come up with a specific book idea and then something in life would come to distract her from working on the book. And then she'd later find the exact same idea emerging from another writer's mind. And Elizabeth Gilbert wrote this, I believe inspiration will always try its best to work with you. But if you're not ready or available, it may indeed choose to leave you and to search for a different human collaborator. And she even says that there's a name for this occurrence. It's called multiple discovery. Gilbert writes, inspiration is hedging its bets, fiddling with the dials, working two channels at the time. Inspiration is allowed to do that, if it wants to. Inspiration is allowed to do whatever it wants to, in fact, and it is never obliged to justify its motives to any of us. As far as I'm concerned, we're lucky that inspiration talks to us at all. It's too much to ask that it also explain itself. So Gilbert goes on to write that there's this essence, this inspiration, and call it what you may, universe, human, global consciousness, energy. But 
let's just call it inspiration for now. And what she says is that inspiration is this energy that flows and every now and then it chooses you. And if you listen, great things might emerge. So in this particular talk with Jeffrey Perlman, he's going to tell you how he and his brothers, Jeffrey was the former CMO of Zumba, how they built up this global brand. But he's not going to talk about business strategy. In fact, when I put Jeffrey on stage at this particular A-Fest, what he started talking about is listening to inspiration. The talk gets almost metaphysical at certain times. So have an open mind, but it is a beautiful talk. And Jeffrey is extremely humble. He was very awkward on stage because he's not naturally a public speaker, but there's such a powerful message here. When he got off the stage, he tells me, Vision, did I do okay? And I told him, you just blew everyone's minds. So I want you to listen to this talk. It's about 15 minutes. It's from AFEST 2016. And I think it's going to open you up on the power of listening. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. I have to talk to you about my truth, and that's a very scary thing. There's a voice inside of my head right now that is telling me that I cannot do this. It's telling me that this relative success that I've had in my life is luck and that I'm a fraud. And that voice is always with me. And it'll be with us throughout the entirety of our speech. I call this voice Gonzalo. <laughs> Gonzalo has ruled the majority of my life. For the most of my life, I was paralyzed by self-judgment. I wanted to be a filmmaker. That's what I studied. And I couldn't get myself to finish any movies or to do anything that really was about my truth. So I did some crappy commercials and that type of stuff, but it was never about my truth. And because Zumba was not at the center of what I wanted to be, I was able to circumvent Gonzalo. When I joined Zumba, it was a super cheesy brand. I mean, we were the joke of the fitness industry. We were five Colombian guys. Our front man didn't even speak English. We walk into this snooty fitness industry at the time. That was 2005, 2006. In 2012, when Inc. Magazine named us Company of the Year, the reporter asked me if I knew that Zumba was going to happen the way it happened. And before I could filter my thoughts, what came through me was yes, definitely yes. Zumba was inevitable. It was more real in our heads than the real world was. And I think that that is what allowed the world to catch up and to turn it into what it is today. Once we were in that distorted reality, in that space of inevitability, of it's going to happen whether we were there or not. It's, the world needs this. The world is yearning for it. Once we were in that space, completely convinced of this, all we had to do was listen. So the Zumba story is really a story about listening. In the 1990s, my partner, Beto, that you saw up there, was an aerobics instructor. And one day, he forgot his aerobics music. 
And he, nervous like I am right now, reached into his backpack and threw on whatever tape he had and announced to his aerobics class that today we're going to improvise. We're just going to dance our hearts out. I'm not going to count reps over the music. I'm not going to cue or anything like that. And he hit play and he started dancing. And he heard the most amazing sounds coming out of that class. People usually moan and grunt in a gym. He heard people clapping and cheering and having an amazing time. So he listened to that. He harnessed that. And then a few years later, we created the first Zumba infomercial. Super cheesy. Like, it was disgusting. <laughs> But the infomercial started airing, and people started calling and asking how they could become Zumba instructors. So instead of saying, no, we don't offer that, we listen to that, we harness that, we listen to what it wanted to be, not what we wanted it to be. So we created an instructor certification program. Today, we've certified over half a million instructors. In a few years later, we saw that in one of those certification programs, there was a person filming it, and we asked them, why are you filming it? And we realized that there was a big need for continuing education materials and support for our instructors So we developed the Zumba Instructor Network, where instructors pay $30 a month and they get their, you know, choreography DVDs and their music CDs and all that stuff that they need. And today we have 200,000 instructors inside of the Zumba Instructor Network. Again, we listened to that. We harnessed it. A few years later, somebody tattooed a Zumba logo on their arm. And we thought to ourselves, well, maybe we're not dealing with a fitness brand maybe we're dealing with a lifestyle brand. And so if yoga sits at the crux of spirituality and fitness, Zumba would sit at the crux of fitness and entertainment. And so we repositioned. We said that the value proposition for Zumba was not going to be weight loss or, you know, getting an amazing six-pack or a beach body or anything like that. It was going to be freeing, electrifying joy. That moment in a Zumba class when your inhibitions go out the window and you don't give a shit what you look like and you just dance your heart out. And so no longer would you see a full body shot of an amazing person with an amazing six pack on our website. You would see a close up of a person totally lost in the music. And when we repositioned the brand that way, that was in 2006. On social media, we aggregated one million people in like the span of a few months. It was nuts. People got it. We struck a nerve. There was a truth that the world was yearning for that just came through us. And then it took off from there. Today, we have thousands of people with a logo tattooed on their body. It really became that inevitable that we had in our head. It was able to transfer. See, to me, there's a continuum between consciousness and matter. It's all one continuum. So just by having an inspiration, an idea, whatever you want to do in the world, you already started. And if you're able to stay there long enough, the world catches up. And we all know that. You know, it's like your yoga asana. You stay there. You stay there long enough for the energy to flow through that position and the world catches up. So there are really three stages to this kind of stepping into inevitability. The first stage is letting it come through you, because I don't believe, or at least it hasn't been my reality, that you can just say, hey, you know, I want a big house and a Ferrari, and I'm going to manifest that, 
and it's going to happen. It's just not that simple. To me, you have to latch on to a truth. It's kind of like this background. There's all these little truths floating around in the world. And Zumba was one tiny little speck. And we took it and we said, okay, there's something here and we're going to harness it. We're going to listen to it. It's very much like parenting. It's what your kid wants to be. You're supporting your kid. So the first thing is listen. You don't even find your truth. Your truth kind of finds you. It kind of hits you. And then you just have to commit to it and stay with it. The second phase of it is having the courage to actually step into your truth or step into this field of inevitability. That's not easy. In 2006, we created the slogan for Zumba was ditch the workout, join the party. And our gym partners were going to stop doing business with us if we we're going to stick to that slogan. But it was the truth. It was what the brand wanted to be. And we said, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. We have to put the brand first. And today, Zumba is in virtually every gym in the world. Nothing really bad happened. And we were true to what the brand wanted to be. So it takes a little bit of courage to actually step into it. And then the hardest thing is to stay there and to stay in that space of inevitability where your distorted reality is more real to you than the real world. It takes a lot of things. One of the things that we did was we painted our walls. You know, Zumba was real in our office, at least if it wasn't real in the rest of the world yet. We took feedback. Every time there was feedback, you know, a person tattooed the logo or whatever, we put it on the wall. We wanted that to continue to build the resonance. Greg Braden talks about a form of prayer that is not a prayer where you ask for something. It's a prayer where you actually step into it and you feel it and you are it. And that's, I think, the same thing. Business models. Business models are great to get inspiration from them, but they can also box you up. If you're trying to do you know, the same thing that Zumba did, but for something else, it's not going to work. You have to listen to what it wants to be, not, you know, the stuff that you learn and then you superimpose it and then it's kind of lopsided and you're trying to fit a square hole in a round peg. So be careful, be very wary of models, be very wary of feedback. Again, remember, it's like parenting. You want your kid to be whatever his truth is, not whatever you want to impose on him or whatever the world wants to impose on him. And you want to protect that space. You know, models, consumer feedback, research, all that has a place. And be very wary of that. And above all, I think that every one of us has a voice like mine, Gonzalo, inside of our heads. It kind of flares up from time to time. We have to live with it. You can't shut it away because what you resist will persist. And you have to be with it. Again, like a son or daughter, you have to love it. You have to be compassionate towards it because it is part of you. Be compassionate, but don't let it drive the car. Listen to it, but take the risk. And there's one other thing that I want to cover. Realize that you have already started. If you have a moment of inspiration, a vision, something that feels right to you in the world, something a truth that has come and landed on you and 
tapped you to be responsible for this truth. It has already started. And remember that there's a continuum between consciousness and matter. And it's a matter of time before matter catches up. You have to stay with it. You have to honor it. You have to listen to it. Or you could jump to the next idea or the next one or the next one or the next one and build little holes and never strike water. So it's about holding your asana. Imagine if I did yoga in fast motion and I did it, it wouldn't work. But if I hold my asana and I really sink into it until energy flows through it, that's when the magic happens. So thank you very much. So I hope you enjoyed that. You know, after this talk, my father who was in the audience told me that this was his favorite talk of the entire A-Fest. And I knew I had to share it with you guys. So if you enjoyed this talk, if you got gained some incredible value from what Jeffrey just shared, go ahead and leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you're using. And in that rating, if this speech touched you, mention Jeffrey's name. He will so, so, so love that. You wouldn't believe how nervous some authors get when they get on stage. And when they see a positive comment from a listener, it just lights them up. So leave a rating. We'd so appreciate that. And tell your friends about this. Share this. There is a link to this on the web. Go to podcast.mindvalley.com to see our entire library. Go ahead and leave a comment there on the Jeffrey Pullman episode. Share this with friends. And thank you so much for being a Mindvalley listener. Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.